Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Okay, ask me for money. I let her borrow money. <gasps> she never paid me, okay? I, I leave it. <laughs> How much money did you let her borrow? I let her borrow $100. She never paid me <gasps> back. This is the plaintiff, Rosa Gorena. She says she got into an argument with one of her neighbors. Then a week later, the tires on her car were all slashed. Then, a month later, her gas tank was pried open, and someone poured sugar in her gas tank. She says the defendant came downstairs while she was waiting for the cops and started laughing like a witch. Her other neighbors told her it was the defendant who was vandalizing her car, and she's here suing this malicious woman for the $5,000 she's now owed. This is the defendant, Carmen Rivera. She says the super of the building pulled up surveillance video of the man slashing the plaintiff's tires. But for some reason, this crazy woman is convinced it was her. She says the plaintiff knows the guy who did it. She's afraid of him, and it's easier for her to blame someone else. Oh, her five grand? No way. She's accused of going to town on a neighbor's car. All parties, please hit your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. The People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Ms. Herena, you're suing Ms. Rivera for $5,000 in pain and suffering, plus to get four tires fixed because they got slashed, rim work, towing your car, and gas tank work because somebody put sugar in your gas tank and you feel that Ms. Rivera's behind all of this. Tell me what happened here. Yes. Okay, I came one day from church and she was talking with a neighbor and I got involved with, I told him hi, and she got very upset with me and told me uh, a lot of bad words and that I'm a nosy lady and cursed my mother and whatever. Okay, so I was wondering what's wrong with her because she's never like that. And um, every time she's saw me, she started cursing me, laughing, um, singing, 
I had to call the police and explain my issue. Okay, they came and they tried to talk to her, but she didn't open the door. So the second time was uh, like a month later in October. They put gas um, sugar in my tank. Wait, the first time you didn't you didn't mention this, but my understanding is that the first time somebody slashed your tires. Yes. Oh, were you gonna tell me about that? Tell me about that. Yes, yes. Um, what? Um, they slash it with an ice pick, so like that, I won't be able to fix it. I ha- I had to get somebody. Well, to who's help they? Well, who's they? Who did it? Okay. Um, they told me it was Carmen. Carmen was the one that I had issues with, even though she was a friend of mine. But all of a sudden, she just turned on me. Every time she saw me, she used to curse at me. I don't know what was wrong with her. She changed so much, and uh, that got all me. All right. Started. Are there any witnesses to Carmen doing it? Well, she told somebody. She told my friend. You know what you did, and then she was just. Is your friend um, here to testify? No, I don't have her. Uh, she she was supposed to come, but she came late. She has some issues. But I know we sealed um, judge because I've been in this building for six years. I never had no argument with nobody. Well, you also had no problems with her for the four years she's been here until I until understand. now, and you have no idea why the problems are happening, right? Okay, I know that probably she got mad with me because she was washing clothes, and I told her, be careful with the books. She was upset, and I asked her why she was upset, and she told me she was upset because her daughter had cancer. So I told her, I'm sorry to hear that. But, you know, then she turned to me, I don't know. She she was acting so crazy. Let me hear from you, Ms. Rivera. Oh, hi. Uh, my name is Carmen Rivera, and um, my daughter was diagnosed with cancer. I'm and so sorry. Nine month, uh, for nine months, and, and for the past six months, I've been staying at her house, taking care of my daughter, cooking for my daughter, taking care of my grandkids, and I don't have time for this lady because she's accusing me for something that I had not do. And I be, the only time that I come here is to get clothes, pick up my mail, and pay my rent. I don't have time. And she's accusing me for something that I did, did not what do. What went wrong she between you two? How, how, did, how did you two start to not like each other? What was it that happened oh, that caused a problem? She used to come knock on my door asking me for who sell Percocet and who sell uh, acicodone, asking me for drug dealers. I told this lady, I don't know who sell drugs. I don't do drugs. And, and, and I slammed the door on her face. She came, before that, she came, asked me for money. I let her borrow money. <gasps> she never paid me, okay? I, I leave it. I, How I much her, money did you let her borrow? I let her borrow $100. She never paid me <gasps> back. I gave her $50 <gasps> before. She didn't pay me back. And <gasps> then the lady on the, on the third floor told me that whoever flat her tire was her grandson because she owed her grandson money for pills that she took from him and she never paid him. Hey, does this That's building have does this building have uh, cameras? Yes, yes, they do. And she saw who did it. It was a guy. They show her the ca- they showed the camera. Who's the they? Day. The building manager? 
Yes, the guy, the superintendent named Keith told me that that she saw the camera, but I asked him if they, he could show me the camera again, but he said after 13 days, it was gone. Ms. Herena, did you see the footage of, of the slashing of your tires? Because your building has a camera, so they could uh, presumably see who slashed your tires. Judge. Yes or no? Did you see it? Listen to what my question and only answer my question. Did you see the video footage of whoever slashed your tires? Was it shown to you? Judge, I saw Keith show me the the camera, but it was dark, and I did not saw nobody. And what she's saying about my grandson? My grandson? No, not your grandson. Were you saying it's her grandson, Ms. Rivera? The lady on the third floor grandson that she took pills from him and she didn't pay him back. Okay, not her own grandson. That's not true. Okay. No, but listen, she's not saying it's your grandson. She's saying it's another lady's grandson. The lady on yeah. the third floor's grandson. That's who yeah, she's saying. Yeah, he sells pills. He said birthday. She know him. Judge, judge. I do not. I go to my pain management doctor. I never ask for a penny to nobody. I got my money here. You, you want to see? I got money here. No, I don't. I, I don't want to see. I get a hundred dollars. The second lie. event That's where you lie. called the police, Miss Herena, is when someone apparently put sugar in your tank. Correct? Yes. Uh, did you ask to see the building manager to show the police the yes. video? And could yes. they see anybody putting sugar in your tank? The, the other camera could not be seen. Okay. Who did it? But every time she saw me, Judge, that day that she put the sugar, that day she went downstairs to get the mail, I was there waiting for the police, and she was laughing like a witch. She was singing. What do you mean laughing like a witch, Miss Helena? Uh, but she was washing like, oh, oh my God, it was strange her face. She was laughing all out, and then she starts singing. Ms. Rivera, at any point in time before this, did you two get along? A little bit. She never called the police when the, t the flat tire, she never called the police when they put sugar on the, uh, she just called the cops now. Why she try to get me in trouble now? I don't know. Do I you know? know? Stop talking, Ms. Helena. Ms. Rivera, do you know why she's trying to get you in trouble now? I don't know. I don't know. What has she got against you? What happened? Because she want me. She want to get money from me. I don't know. I don't <gasps> have money. Or the little bit of money that I have, I spend it on my daughter's house with my grandkids, buying food for my grandkids. She called the I police on... Stop house. talking a second. You're wrong about that. She called the police both times. There's an incident report both times from the police. Yes. So you're wrong yes, that she didn't call the police. Yes, Judge. But, what, yes. but yeah, but the police didn't arrest her. They didn't find any evidence. Did you have your no. witness talk to the police so that they could arrest her? Because you're, you what? supposedly have a witness who saw her do it? That's, that's what you need when you come to court. You need evidence. You I have no evidence here. Yes, I do. I do understand Well, that. did you tell, did you tell the police to talk to your friend who supposedly saw her. Miss Herena, Miss Herena, stop waving money at the camera and answer my question. Did you ever give the police, because I've read the incident reports, nowhere there do you say that so-and-so witnessed her doing it. What you say in the police reports is that you think it's her because you haven't been getting along. That's what you say. So... That was the only person I have issue with in the building. That's not evidence. That's not evidence, though. But... 
Just lie, Dutch. All right. Just lie. You're telling me that okay. I'm a pillow. Okay, we're done. We're done. In order for you to collect $5,000 from her, you would have to give me evidence that she did it. The best you have is telling me people told me she did it, that they saw her. I ask you to call them as a witness. You say, nah, they're not going to testify. I look at the police reports that you filed, and nowhere do you say that someone told you she did it. What you say is, she's the only one I have problems with, so it must be her. That's yes. not enough for a criminal case. Yes. It's also not enough for a civil case. Verdict for the defendant. So the plaintiff fails to prove her case against the defendant, Ms. Rivera. Let me uh, talk to you, Ms. Serena. You, you just didn't prove your case. What do you think? You, you don't get $5,000. Oh, my God, because she lied. I don't, I don't, how can I go to a house to get money? I get my Social Security. My husband is paralyzed. He gets a good check. He gets Social Security. I don't need no money from nobody. Well, somebody's obviously after oh, your car, no question. But you can't prove that it that, was Miss Rivera. I, so I, I'm I sorry. I rid of that car. That car that's all messed up. And I got rid of it. I, I don't have no car. Okay. I'm just going to say All right, Miss Serena. The case oh is over God, now. I'm sorry, you just didn't prove your case. Let me talk to Miss Rivera. Miss Rivera, uh, why do you think she filed the lawsuit against you? I don't know, because she tried. She don't have no evidence. She never see me doing that. I'm not type of that. I'm not type of that person. You wouldn't do that no, to somebody. I'm not that type you know, of person. Punch their tires. I'm a would, church lady. Would. I go to church. I'm a gap person. I will never do that to somebody. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're off the hook. You do not owe her five thousand dollars. You know, Doug. Hearsay is usually admissible in small claims courts. Not all small claims. But in many states, they will allow some hearsay. It really depends on how vital that hearsay is to the core of the case. But there are obviously limits to what a judge can consider when the person isn't testifying in person. So, Marilyn, what tips would you have to give somebody for a first date? <laughs> Been a while since you had a first date. Uh, no, but I'll tell you how my last first date went. Uh-oh. Do you remember? <laughs> I say, I say, be brutally honest. Right. Okay. You know, don't try to pretend that you're something you're not. Right. Uh, don't try to pretend that your circumstances are something you're not. Don't let your crazy show. Not quite yet, because right. you're not cute yet. You're not endearing. Right. They're, you know, they, they haven't fallen in hide love with you, so you want to hide, hide your crazy. Tuck your crazy in a little. <laughs> but I think you should be very frank about, you know, right. when it comes up about things. Our first date, I do not know if you recall. I told you, you have a year. That's right. So My biological clock was right. ticking I'm like ready. this. And uh, I, I was 30. I was about to turn 30. Right. And then I explained to you, please don't flatter yourself. This has absolutely nothing to do with I you. I do not know you. I'm just right. saying that I am not the kind of person who will date around for right. four or five years. Right, right, right. If I don't know what I want after a year, it's time to move on. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the plaintiff, Yvonne Threat. She says she mistakenly hired the defendant to fix her roof. And the guy was smoking pot on the job. She also found out he wasn't licensed. She told him to get off her property and wants him to refund her $2,000 deposit and is suing for just that. This is the defendant, Ray Panamon. He says he does excellent work and worked hard on the plaintiff's roof, so why should he give her a refund? He was ready, willing, and able to complete the job. The plaintiff's having problems with her tenants, and that has nothing to do with him, so he owes nothing. He's accused of being a rough roofer. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff hired the defendant to fix her roof, but says the guy was smoking marijuana on the job. She kicked him out, and she wants her money back. But the defendant says that he didn't smoke pot in the job and deserves to be paid in full for all the hard work he did. It's the case of, let me be blunt. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Threat, you are suing your former contractor here, Mr. Penniman, uh, for $2,000 that you gave him as a deposit, which you believe he should return to you. Why? Tell me what happened. Uh, in October, I was driving down the street, and I saw Mr. Penniman on a roof. And I stopped my car and I asked Mr. Penniman, um, did he do that roof? And he said, yeah. And I said, are you a roofer? He said, yes. I said, I asked him to come by my property. I am a landlord. Uh, I own three houses on my street. And I asked him to come by um, one of my houses and give me an estimate on a, a complete roof job. Okay. So what, what was it that made you stop? Just because you saw a guy on a roof? Yes, ma'am, I did. All right. And I asked so, him if he was a roofer. Right, but so did you ever try to contact the yes. homeowner and get a reference to see if the homeowner was happy with his work? No, ma'am, I did not. Ooh, okay. No, I did not. So he comes, he gives you, an, basically you just opened the phone book. And so he comes and gives you an estimate, and what happens? So he told me that he would be able to do the roof for um, $6,000. I gave him a $2,000 deposit. He came by, and he did start the job. But every time Mr. Penniman would come by the house, he would only come by and do uh, maybe an hour's work, work for work, and he would leave. So my tenant and my sister, both of my houses is on the street. They live across, right across the street from each other. The tenant and my sister said that Mr. Penniman was on the job smoking marijuana. And I said, you smoke marijuana? And I said, oh, something ain't right about this. So I went downtown to City Hall and the courtroom, and I, put, I had them do some research on Mr. Penniman. Mr. Penniman was not, he told me, he told me that he was licensed and bonded. He told me that he had pulled a permit. He did none of that. Okay. Mr. Penniman, okay. are you licensed and bonded? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. Ms. Threat, uh, when you yes, hear that he's smoking marijuana and you find out that he's not licensed or bonded, what do you do? 
I told him that I, I didn't think that he should continue to do the work because I felt like if he's on my property smoking marijuana and on top of my roof, that mine, she can fall and I would be liable and get sued for it. Okay. Is there any other reason that you fired him besides that? Was there some problem no, between- No, ma'am. Was oh, there I, can a problem I say between your tenants and him? What happened was Mr. Mr. Penniman had a, um, a trailer. He had a trailer. And when he put the trailer in the driveway, he put the trailer so the tenants couldn't come out the side door. He also left the ladders on the roof. And the tenants were afraid that somebody was going to come in their house, climb on the ladders, and go in the house and... and climb on the ladder and then come up. down the, the chimney like Santa Claus? Like, what were they... No, ma'am, no. Maybe yeah. through the windows, they're yeah. worried. All right, so, Mr. Penniman, were you smoking marijuana on the job? No, not at all. Okay. Uh, what was the problem you had with the tenants? You think you got fired because of the problem with the tenants, right? Yeah, um, from the time I started, um, the tenants wouldn't let me in the driveway to start on the main roof. But the, the tenants were mad at you. Why? What happened? Uh... This guy, he uh, says that um, he's a rooker and stuff, and the I tenant? don't know what I'm doing. The tenant? The tenant. And he says that uh, I, I, I don't, I'm not supposed to use his electricity, and he says uh, I'm a, um, a handyman or something like that to that. Uh, well, you better uh, be a handyman, because if you're something other than that, then you're an unlicensed roofer. All right, so what happens when he says all that stuff to you? When I couldn't get in the driveway and stuff to get the job started, I was leaving the premises because I couldn't get in touch with Mrs. Threat. She wouldn't answer my phone calls. And so I, I laid low because I know that they got to leave eventually to go somewhere. So what I did, then I pulled the trailer into uh, the driveway and proceeded to set it up in the back, as far back as I could possibly get the trailer, and I put a lock on it. When you say as far back as you could, was there room for them to park when they came back? Yes. Did you ever pull the trailer in in a way that would block them from leaving? No. What happened was I was on, a, on another job, and, and the, the uh, roofing guy calls me, and he says, um, uh, I, your trailer is blocking, uh, and I can't get out the side door. So I went over, and uh, I says, um, uh, I'll make an adjustment. So I adjusted the trailer so that the door could open up all the way on the, on the side door. Did Miss Threat uh, ever tell you where to park the, your trailer? Yes, she told me to block the driveway and don't let them in there with their cars, period. Why? And when I didn't do that, she got mad. Wait, why? Me. I don't know. According to you, she's, and to your answer to the complaint, you say that she said she was evicting them anyway. She said she was going to evict them in January because she didn't like the way they did things around there. Did you have that conversation with him, Miss Threat? Did you mention anything he, about it? He's not being honest at all. Did you he, have you that conversation with him, yes or no? No, no, ma'am, I did not. Okay. How much work did you get done there, Mr. Um, Penniman? Yes, I uh, completed the front porch. There was a... Uh, what do you mean by uh, completed? Uh, wood, the, the, the wood damage on the front porch, after tearing the roof off, 
the front porch. I proceeded to do the repairs, put in uh, new rafters where they were bad, and I put uh, new sheeting where they was rotted and everything. And then uh, uh, while I was over there working, she shows up on the site with a bag of fruit and um, yams to give me. What? I told Mrs. Threat that I had already purchased the materials. Can you show me evidence that you up, purchased the materials? Uh, no. Oh, well, why don't you? If you bought roofing material, you would have a receipt. Or you what would have I, proof of payment. What I did was I, uh, I, I purchased the materials from roofing wholesalers. Great. Where's your receipt? Uh, I don't have one. Why not? How much did you pay? Uh, I didn't. Uh, I, uh, I measured everything out. How much did I, you pay? I, I, uh, I don't. I don't have it, the uh, actual slip with me. All right, Mr. Penniman, I mean, it boggles the imagination that you're being sued about the deposit and you look me in the eye and tell me that you bought roofing material, but no, I don't have any proof of it. Like, why not? You would have it because you would need that for your taxes, to pay taxes, right? So if you went and bought roofing materials and you, you would have a receipt, you would have a credit card receipt, you would have something to show you bought roofing materials. Otherwise, maybe it's like she says that all you did was rip off the, the shingles off the porch. That's what she says. That's all you did. You didn't get very far at all in your job. That's what she says. All right. Who did you think was pulling a permit to do the roof, if not you? Uh, if, if there's a permit that needs to be uh, pulled, then the, uh, the landlord could, could go to the uh, building department. Just a moment. I know exactly how this works. I know what a homeowner can do. I've been a homeowner. I'm the daughter of a contractor. I know exactly what can be done. What I'm asking you is, you know, you accept $6,500 to do a roofing job because it's not anything other than a roofing job. You don't have a license to do it. And you know that this is something that requires a permit. So did you ask her to see the permit that the, she had pulled? Uh, no, I didn't. No, not only that, the issue of the permit never even came up, did it? No, it didn't. Right. When I when I called the police, when my trailer was moved to 127th Street, the police showed up, and uh, as soon as I started talking to the police about what happened, Mrs. Threat called me on my cell phone and says, get all your equipment and leave the premises. Yeah, because there's a lot of said, drama with her tenants. They're, they're, they're you know... All right, I'm, uh, I am going to allow you to keep $300 of the money, and the rest of it's going back to her $1,700 verdict for the plaintiff. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Let me talk to you, Mr. Panaman, while the, while the plaintiff tries to get herself together. Uh, you got to give uh, $1,700 back. What do you think? Well, what I added up was around approximately uh, $1,300 worth of labor and materials that was put on the porch roof. Maybe on the next roofing job, you'll uh, get a permit for it. And maybe we should go get a license, too. Sorry about that. Ms. Threat, how you doing? I'm, I'm crying. I'm going to be okay. Thank you. Why are you crying? Oh, no, because I try to do the right thing, but I just try to do the right thing. And I, I just was upset and hurt behind all this stuff. And I'm happy that the judge awarded me and saw that I was telling the truth. Because I was. <laughs> okay. And maybe you should be a little Thank more you. careful next time you, you hire a roofer. Do you think yes. about that? Yes. I will. All right. Okay. Good enough. Harvey?
So, Doug, in this case, the reason the plaintiff didn't get all of the money back is that if there is value the plaintiff receives for part of the job, you know, even if the defendant just breached the hell out of the contract, uh, that amount should be reflected by what goes back to the customer. So if the customer gets the benefit of half of the contract, the customer would only get half the money back. A branch from my apple tree hangs out over a public sidewalk. Unfortunately, that branch has the best fruit. Kids get on each other's shoulders to grab them. I say that's theft. Am I right? Yes. This, uh, this is theft. You can't do that. You can't get up and take the apples that are on the tree and pull them off and eat them, even if it's hanging over a public sidewalk because it's on somebody else's property. It's a petty theft. It's not a lot of money. They're probably not going to lock you up and throw away the key if they catch you taking an apple. But if the apple falls onto the sidewalk or the grass next to the sidewalk, it's not theft. You can just pick it up and eat it, right? We were just at a hotel, and there was an apple branch from the no, no, no. property wait, wait, next wait. to the hotel. Wait. This was the Hampton over... Inn in Buffalo, New York. That's right. And but the tree wasn't the Hampton Inns; it was the property That's across right. the it way. Was a peach tree, and it was on the other side of the fence, but it was hanging over, right? Well, well how come that's okay for you to grab that peach, but it's not okay for these kids to Wait grab the apple? Well, well, I think it's the I, same thing. I, 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 you know, maybe it was against the law, and I shouldn't have gotten up on the hood of the car. You told me not to get on the hood of the car. Well, that's because you were getting and... on the hood of a car. That, that like didn't need well, saying. I couldn't reach him <laughs> unless I got on the hood of the car. <laughs> it's like sometimes I turn around and I'm like, "You're 12. He didn't just do yeah. that." This is the plaintiff, Johari Barber. She says she and the defendant went on a trip to Jamaica together, and he was supposed to reimburse her a portion of the trip. The plaintiff says when they returned home, he started a new relationship with someone else and stopped paying off his debt. She doesn't know who this man thinks he's bamboozling, but it's definitely not her, because she's suing him today in this court for the $1,200 he owes. This is the defendant, Jaleel. He says he doesn't owe this woman anything. When the pandemic hit, he gave her five grand to chill her out. He doesn't think the plaintiff knew how good she had it with him when they were together. And now she's bugging out because she's starting to realize it. Bottom line, he owes her zero. He's accused of cutting off an ex. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket. The plaintiff paid for a trip to Jamaica for her ex-boyfriend, obviously because he is her ex. People's Guess what? Uh, he's not paying her back. But the defendant says he gave the plaintiff five grand when the pandemic started, and that more than covers the Jamaica trip. It's the case of Jamaica Farewell. Thank you, Douglas. All right, Ms. Barber, you're suing your former boyfriend, Mr. Jaleel, for $1,200 that you say he owes you for a trip to Jamaica. Tell me what happened. Uh, in 2021, actually, uh, around March, we had a conversation and we decided that we would surprise his father uh, for his birthday in Jamaica. Uh, during that time, I uh, booked the trip. Um, I explained that I would pay $1,000 of that trip and he would be responsible for the rest since it was his father's birthday and it was a surprise. Um, Were you two dating at the time or had you broken up already? We had technically no, broken up already together. around that time. Okay, so why are you going with him if you're broken up? Um, perhaps I have a different thing in my mind with, 
with the words breakup. But so were you trying to get back together? Around that time, uh, we were in and out of okay, I got trying it. to All make right. things work. The trip ended up costing how much? Uh, it approximately came out to about thirty-two or $3,300. Do you have any emails or texts or anything where you can buttress what you're saying about how you were only supposed to pay 1000 and he's supposed to pay 2000 something or so whatever? So I never formally wrote that particular arrangement out. Um, that was the agreement based upon, even if you look at the payment history, um, that's why he was paying $200 a month towards it and I was paying $100 a month. Okay. So the total payment would come is up it to on it a separate card is. with no other charges on it, or are that there? Is it's a line of credit. All right, so go on. Uh, so that arrangement actually, if I remember correctly, came about because I originally paid for a previous trip to Jamaica for his birthday. In How far back do I have to go into your love story to figure out who owes who <laughs> a couple bucks? I mean, not, not right. too far. Not okay. too far. In any event, so he's paying you $200 a month, and I can see that he is because you're showing me the cash apps where he's paid you that. And according to you, he still owes 1200 correct? That is correct. All right. Is he seeing someone else now? Yes, he is. Okay. And when did he stop making payments? Uh, so the last time that I received a payment was in September. And uh, when, when uh, did he start seeing someone else? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really know. Do you think that's why he's no longer making payments? I don't want to assume. Okay. Um, I thought Let, that well, was let's not assume. Reason. Let's speak to Mr. Yes. Jaleel. Mr. Jaleel, how are you doing? Good morning, ma'am. I'm fine. Are you? Good, thank you. So well, let's talk about the arrangement before this trip to Jamaica, who was supposed to pay what? Uh, to be honest, Judge, she know how I am with money. I don't even pay attention to that stuff. If you tell me, even if I don't know what I'm paying for, if you tell me, Jalil, you have to pay $500 for something, I'm not going to ask her why. I'm going to just send her $500. I didn't pay any attention to anything like that. As far as the first Jamaica trip... That's going to you know, make it unfortunate for you to tell me you owe me less or you've paid it off if you're just yeah, lazy no, I, and you don't no, want to know what you owe and what you don't. All right, go on. I was just paying her. Yeah, you got to be better about money. How old are you? I know. 32. Okay, so, you know, like, people can change, yeah. you know? You can I told her that I wanted to go to Jamaica. She booked the trip. I'm not too... I, I, didn't, I honestly didn't know that I had to pay 2000 300 or whatever the case was. I, I, I honestly didn't know that. I just know that I just had to pay for the trip. <laughs> but like I said, it's my fault because I don't pay attention. She knows I don't pay attention. Well, maybe you should reason. pay attention. I know. Well, I know. it's not like you, there's no reason you can't pay attention. You're just lazy. Uh, no, it's not that. It's, just it's that. lazy. I know exactly your type. You don't bother with details because details require a pen and a paper and thought. And recording stuff, and you're, ah, yeah. eh, it's not your bag. You know? It's like, yeah, like, I mean, I'm just. It's, how did you make a go? It was cool the first day, and then something happened, a, a, a non factor about Instagram. Like, always, always this social media stuff. This girl is on your page. I'm like, what? We're in Jamaica. What are you talking about? It's just somebody following me because my page is open. So that kind of that kind of put a sour taste in my mouth. So that messed up the rest of the trip. So, you know, it's it's just crazy. Like, the, you be genuine with people and they be so strategic with you. Like, I never, this woman has not wanted for anything dealing with me. I never, when it comes to money, she know I kicked out everything. This right, woman, but do you... I don't understand why she's doing this to me, man. Well, because she I'm says you still owe 1200 Do you still owe her money? And if so, how much money I, do you I, owe I her? Get, 
I guess I, I guess I do owe her money, but I just, like I said, I haven't, I don't pay attention to okay, that stuff. Okay, so let me, allow me to pay attention <laughs> for you, as I do for so many men in my life. Stop. Ms. Barber, I, I see that you, a request that you make in September. I stopped paying her in September. I took her out, I took her out to a nice restaurant on her, on, on, in September for her birthday and bought her something. I spent $400 that day. No, but no one cares because it doesn't have anything to do with the debt. That's very nice that you did that, but I can't take that off the debt. No, it's all good. Okay. On September 15th, you make a request saying Jamaica trip, only five payments left after this. You see that, Ms. Barber? Yes. Okay. And so on September 16th, he pays you after you send him the second request. Please stop playing with my credit, right? He yes. pays you. So if five payments are left after that, that wouldn't be 1200 That would be 1000 right? I'm telling him that after he finalizes one additional payment, yes. that there are five payments Right, left, I but agree. That payment, but the payment that he sent me in September was for August. It didn't cover September. Oh, no, I'm it's not going to do that. I'm not going to play that. I'm not playing that because then you, what you should have said is after this, there are six payments less, right? Technically, yes. Yes. Well, technically is how I roll. I don't roll loosey-goosey. I don't know. Is it somebody tells me they owe me my, I owe the money I pay? I don't roll like that. I roll technically. Verdict for the plaintiff in the amount of the $1,000. Okay? And next time, why don't you figure out what your debts are and make sure you're only paying your debts? Because based on your testimony, any other judge wouldn't have bothered to flip through every single cash app to figure out exactly what you owe for you. Because you're a grown man. Got it? Got you. Verdict for the plaintiff. So the plaintiff prevails to the tune of $1,000. Jalil, you heard the judge. She kind of told you to wake up and uh, pay attention to your debts. Um, what's your reaction to this? It's kind of interesting. I mean, that's, I, mean I understand that. Like, I do, I do need to, you know, start being more conscious about what I do as far as my spending. But so now I'll be more conscious. You know, I, I don't think it's right that she did this, seeing how much I did for her. But, you know, it's all right, you know. Thank you, Judge. I don't, you know, have too much more to say. <laughs> all right, Jalil, um, you know, she gets $1,000 from you. Let's talk to her. Ms. Barber, he thinks you, you, you didn't realize how good you had it. How do you respond to that? So do you ever, ever have someone who's really good to you and really horrible to you at the same time? It was one of those situations where, yes, he was actually financially great to me. He really did. I did not want for anything. But I warned him he did not uphold his end of this contractual agreement that he and I had that I would sue him, and I upheld my word. So that's why we're here. Well, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, obviously you're happy, so congratulations. You get the $1,000 from him, and now it's over. So, Doug, two things. One, when you loan somebody money, even if it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend, somehow write them a text and say, hey, guess what? I was happy to lend you the money. Please pay me back as soon as possible. That establishes it's a loan. In this case, it's a little bit easier. When you start paying down that amount of money and then say, I don't owe it, the judge is going to look and say, who are you going to believe, me or your lion eyes? So that's why the plaintiff won. We signed a lease to rent a house from a friend. My daughter went to the doctor and her lead levels were so high, she needs to take iron daily. We found out the landlord never had the house inspected. Can or should we take more action? We need a safe place to live, but I can't afford anything else. Lead paint has been illegal to use in residential housing in this country since 1978. 
And that being said, there's lots of buildings, lots of houses, lots of apartments that are still, still have it. The rules vary state to state, don't they, regarding yeah, uh, whether I mean, you have an obligation to inspect as a landlord, whether you have to put it in the lease, what your disclosure... How often you have to uh, inspect. So if I'm in her shoes, I guess what I would do is, number one, ask the landlord to have it inspected. Maybe right. they'll do it with, in their own nickel and we can put this to rest. Right. Where else is that baby? Is that is that child in... Is right. her daughter also in daycare where it could be there? We right. need to figure out In a where. really old building. Right. You, know, so. yeah, you don't know. So... Ask the landlord to have it inspected right. at their cost. If the landlord says, no, I won't, then find out if the town requires her right. to have it inspected right. and get the town involved. Right. And if the town doesn't and she won't, now it's on you, just you get it inspected. Right. If you end up finding levels of lead, you can you know, take action and you decide what you're going to do. If you don't find the lead, you have peace of mind, and then you go to the next place your daughter's spending too much time at, uh, <laughs> right. you know, and, and try to figure it out. And there are law firms around that specialize in lead paint cases. They do yeah. tons of them, you know, because they say, uh, I think the Housing and Urban Development says that around 35% of the residential buildings in the country still have it. That's crazy so, to me. I know. That's it for this session of the People's Court. We'll see you next time.